Hey everyone, welcome. And this is my first time going live on LinkedIn. So hello everyone. I'm Christina, the Fit Butte. And this is a series that I do that's part of my podcast called the Fit Butte Report. And so today we are going to be talking with Alicia. She's from Houston, Texas, and she's an NFT artist. And she's going to be telling us a little bit about the NFT space and how to get our NFT online. So Alicia, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like really excited like to start talking about NFTs and everything like that. So thank you so much for having me. Great. So tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get started? Um, and what got you started into NFTs? So I've always loved art ever since growing up. I've always been drawing. A lot of it really does stem from my fashion background. Um, but we learned about NFTs, my husband and I, through Clubhouse. And there was just a ton of rooms talking about NFTs. And it was like, what is this? And so we started listening in. And I just learned of the incredible opportunities that it really gave to artists in Web3, which basically was to be minting your artwork and you know, how people look at it from all over the world, not just, you know, uh, pop-up shops or anything like that. So it really was something that I was so interested in diving in, and I'm so glad I did. So I'm really excited to be considered an NFT artist. Wow, that's amazing. So you are a woman in the space of NFT. What actually attracted you to NFTs in particular? really was just to share my story, to be authentic and just to have a new outlet of creating art. I was always taking in clients. And so this avenue gave me the ability to truly stay true to myself and just share the art I wanted and to really tell stories of, you know, my whole life and passion. So that's definitely why I had to join in. And how do you tell your stories, Lisa? Can you tell us a little bit about your story with your art? Yeah, so actually my first piece that I minted on the blockchain was called The Blooming Heart. And that actually was created in honor of my grandmother who passed away um, due to COVID in 2021. And so, no, 2020. And so I had just learned about NFTs that year. And so when she passed, I really used my art to cope. And so I wanted to create a piece that was in honor of her and a lot of my art is very brightly colored and so it is a picture of an heart with flowers blooming and the story behind it is basically that even though our loved ones have passed on they still bloom within us and they are still being poured out through who we are to people like you or to my kids to my family and so that was something that I loved being able to share through my art and just gave me the opportunity to kind of also honor my grandmother in a new way. That is an amazing story. And I believe that art is so significant to things that, you know, have passed on or have like inspired us or changed us in some type of way. And I know truly that, you know, was something that you were inspired by from your mother's grandmother's passing. So I believe art is really so life changing. And life-changing and the form that it changed you to go after your dream and create this art piece. But then also to now that you're in the NFT space and you've created this place for yourself and you're telling your story, what else can we like see? Um, uh, where, where else can we see more of your artwork? Well, I do have everything, you know, just showing right now in the NFT space. I completely removed my stuff from like 
Etsy or anything like that. I stopped taking a lot of clients and I'm just in the NFT space right now. But, you know, I do post my artwork on Instagram, Twitter, majority. And so people are still able to see it and kind of get to know me and the stories behind each piece. That's awesome. I mean, I am amazed um, at everything that you've just said. Can you tell us a little bit about like, the process that goes behind getting an NFT um, into minting. And for those who don't know minting, if you want to go ahead and let us know as well. Yes. Yeah, so minting is basically uploading your work to the blockchain. And that can be anything. It doesn't have to be an illustration. It could be physical art. If you're a painter, if you create music. So anything like that photography can be minted, which basically means uploaded to the blockchain. And there are about 10 steps that I did write down to kind of walk you through the process on OpenSea, which basically is super easy. Once you get your OpenSea, the top right corner, there's your little profile picture. And if you hover over it, a drop down menu comes up. So the first step would be create a collection. And that collection, I wish I had learned when I first started because I was just minting the art and it was using that one piece as my collection, even though I could have done what now I'm doing is creating the collection first. So if you're going to do, let's say, a collection about flowers, that collection name can be flowers. You would just upload the description, a picture that would kind of summarize the whole collection you're going to be doing. Once that's created, you're then going to mint your first one of one piece. And then you'll go to a little button that says create on OpenSea. Once you hit that, you upload the picture, the photograph, music, whatever it is. And it also gives you all the descriptions that you have to fill out. And once you finish all of that, you hit create. And you have officially minted your first piece to the blockchain. And it'll go under that collection. So once you have that piece, it's there, but it's not listed for sale. So now you would either want to wait and you can mint more pieces to that collection or you can go ahead and hit for sale. And then that's where you would hit the Ethereum of how much you want to sell for it. And it will convert it into USD so you can see exactly what you're pricing it at. Since I know crypto is so new to a lot of people, even for me still, I get it confused when it's like 0.1%. How much is that? And you don't know. So it will convert it for you, which is a great feature that OpenSea does have. Okay, awesome. Blockchain. So some of us are not really familiar with blockchain. So can you tell us what is the purpose of blockchain um, for the whole NFT? Really, it's to give ownership back to the creatives, to the creators in general. So blockchain no matter who buys my art, they'll be able to go back and see all the way down to who is the creator, which is me. Not only that, but a lot of artists and creators, once you sell a piece, that's it. That's all you get. But now there's royalties that every artist can set for themselves. So every time the piece is bought, you'll gain access to those royalties and it'll just automatically come to you. Some people who do collect the art don't want to sell it because they love it so much. And so you're still getting paid, you know, for the sell. But then later on, you do have those collectors that love your art, but want to resell it. And, um, you know, they can now list it as high as they want. So whatever pricing they listed at, you'll get that commission, that 10% or whatever you, you know, set the bar for yourself as an artist, 
you'll get that. So it really is truly a way to just have that ownership and the rights to your work all the time. This is something that's, you know, becoming um, a lot more um, normal, you could say. So a lot of new celebrities are beginning to make it mainstream. And when NFTs are spoken about, they're always related to art. Do you want to tell us a little bit why it's so easy to relate art to the NFT space? I think it's really just because, again, it's just a new outlet. But I feel like the music industry is there so big. And that's like a whole other world to the NFTs where I have so many friends who love the music industry, who are in the music industry and have sold out albums in their own, you know, creative outlets to that. So I feel like when when people see NFTs, they see a digital image or illustration. And I think that's just because it's the easiest thing that people are connected to and can buy, you know, quickly. As to music, it's more like, I need to listen to the artist. I want to get to know them, even though it's still easy and accessible. It's just a whole other realm of like the NFT space in itself. But Honestly, you've seen photography really take off in the space as well. And I don't feel like a lot of photographers get that opportunity, especially listening to their stories when, you know, you have them chasing these storms, but it's not being seen yet. But now in the NFT space, so many people are collecting their pieces because it's truly beautiful art. So I think it really is just the definition of art, right? It's anything and people will just want to collect it because they see the value behind it. That's so true. That is so, so mainly the reason why people hold on to the value of an NFT. If you want to get into selling NFTs, um, can you also tell us a little bit more about holding on to the value and staying in the NFT space for long-term and not just coming in to try to cash out? Yeah, it really is a long-term thing. I think if you try and come in fast and you're just trying to buy things and you're not paying attention, there's a lot of room for error in this space. A lot of things are still being learned. They're still being um, defined. And there's a lot of people that are taking advantage of that. So I definitely suggest if you're going to come into this space, do it slowly, really learn, take your time, do your own research. It's definitely worth it because jumping into anything new, you're going to make mistakes. And I would just not want people to come in and lose money and get scammed or, or feel like they're just so lost. And the community is so opening to answer questions, to really connect and to really onboard people. Even if you feel uncomfortable with the whole crypto, you know, jump in and people will totally like listen and answer those questions. So I would definitely say, you know, being in here long-term is definitely worth it, especially because the space moves so quickly. You have no idea the artists and the people you're meeting now, where they're going to be in a couple months, maybe even weeks. It just takes one person to see them and them totally blow up. And now you have a really cool new connection of this friend that this artist just now is like famous and you just did not expect that. So it really is just a space to, to really build yourself, I think. 
Yes, and community. That is huge right now in the Twitter space. So mainly in Twitter, but I feel like now people are starting to want to get off Twitter and meet up in person. So tell us a little bit more about the spaces that we can find on Twitter, um, you know, that are, are supporting and advocating for women in an FT space. There are so many, oh my gosh, so many spaces now that are holding for women. A lot of the women-led projects are really also just holding space. And it's not even about their projects. It's about onboarding women. It's about creating those safe spaces for women to ask questions. And again, all are always welcome in those spaces. It's never just for women. Um, but you have Lori Grace, who hosts incredible rooms all the time, is now partnered with Rug Radio and is hosting a ton of really informational but also inclusive spaces. You have um, Chels Vibe. She's a really great friend of mine as well. Um, also partnered with Alpha Girl Club and they host a huge amount of range of spaces for mental health, for cooking stuff. I mean, it's just so many things that you can find in the NFT space that is kind of giving you that you know, that break, because obviously we're in real life too. Like we're people, we have these mental breakdowns or we have the stress of life. And so really the community is trying to advocate all those things. So that way, when you're in the space, you don't feel like this is all I'm doing. This is all I'm in. And you have that opportunity to kind of like disconnect from it all, but still take care of yourself. Absolutely. I feel like there's so much more also to the Twitter spaces. Um, I have, you know, seen many Twitter spaces. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Twitter spaces and the actual, you know, topics and themes that go along with NFTs that are, you know, being talked about with women? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I mean, there'll be um, there's one room, uh, New Girl on the Blockchain by Mito and Coco they run that room and it's really just talking about smart contracts. It's talking about the different platforms. And again, everything is always like, this is not financial advice. A lot of people are really just trying to help give their insight and share their mistakes that they have personally made. So a lot of those rooms really do help because again, you're sharing those mistakes to help other people not make those mistakes. They're sharing about different scams that people have heard. They're sharing about the smart contracts, which is a whole other topic. But, you know, there's just so many rooms that benefit women. Um, I was in a room last night and it was literally just a women's space. And that's how it was titled Women and NFTs. And we were sharing tips and like how to market yourself or how to make connections, genuine connections. If you don't feel comfortable speaking up in a room, just listen and DM the um, host that's speaking or someone else that you connected with while they were speaking. So there's just so many ways to get connected and plugged in and not feel like you're missing out on anything. It's so true. I have joined the Twitter spaces with the NFT and women, and it is blown. It has blown my mind how, you know, supportive and uplifting the community is. The conversations in there are so genuine and people really do want to help each other. They really want to see more women grow in this space. How, how many um, of the rooms have you joined and have you felt like women are encouraging and uplifting? Oh my gosh, every single one. Every single one. I can't say there has been one room that 
you know, as far as that's led by women in the space that have been like um, toxic in any way. It's always about onboarding, answering questions. The DMs are open, like let's share, you know, and some rooms are just about personal things. It's about your life. It's about what's going on and how can we help push you to that next step and, and get you back on your feet to keep going. So there's just so many rooms that are really encouraging. And even again, you don't ever have to speak. I've been in rooms where I'm just listening and I have my littles here, I'm washing dishes or I'm cooking. And I get so inspired by listening to other stories and just feeling like, okay, I am in the right place. Like I'm doing this, you know, you remember your why and you remember why you joined the space. And so it really is just uplifting all the time. And you know, again, it's not always rainbows and butterflies because that's why the spaces are there. We feel down sometimes. We have the imposter syndrome of my art isn't selling and, you know, why am I not being pushed forward? And I see all these sales happening around me. And that's why it is so important about getting into rooms like that, being transparent about those emotions, because again, you're not the only one feeling that way. I guarantee you. Oh my goodness. You spoke on some things, some, so many things that are so true being an artist and you can compare yourself. I think just think in general, you can just, you feel like you're going to be comparing yourself to others, whether it's your work or it's your art or, you know, anything and having those support groups, it's really helpful. Um, especially in a space where nobody really knows, you know, like you said, everything changes day by day and we're just all here trying to work through it, learn, learn about it and, you know, take the next step to becoming better or doing things better. What about, I want to switch gears here and I want to go back to cryptocurrency and how this is a part of NFTs. Can you speak a little bit more into the cryptocurrency and the wallet that's connected to the NFTs? Yes. Yeah, so when you join the crypto world, you have to have their currency, which is basically money. And Cryptocurrency is in many different forms. You have obviously the most popular Bitcoin, which is, as we all know, very expensive. Um, but you have Ethereum, Solana, Tezos. I mean, the list can go on and on. There are so many different types of currencies that you can definitely buy in. You do not have to feel like I need one Ethereum, which is probably now I think valued at like over $3,000. So you don't need $3,000 to buy in you can buy $50 worth of Ethereum. You can buy $100 worth of Ethereum. And that is all, I personally use Coinbase and that's where I make those transactions, um, you know, through my bank and it converts it, the cash into whatever type of cryptocurrency you're getting. And then through that, that's where you move it into your ETH address, which is your crypto wallet. That address is very important that will show everybody your sales, your buys, everything that's happening is being recorded again on this blockchain and basically is just a list of everything that's happening. So people are able to see, you know, when you're splurging and people will be like, oh my gosh, this person is sweeping the floor of a project. And so everybody then starts looking at it. I know Gary Vee is very popular. And so a lot of people will watch his wallet in particular, because they're like, if he's buying into it, I want to buy into it. So it's very open. But again, it's great because you have that transparency where in the real world, people don't see 
what's going on behind corporations or behind big names. And so that's why being decentralized in the blockchain is really eye-opening and it it truly is an opportunity for people to not hide a lot of things in what's going on. And if there are suspicious activities behind any websites, people are able to see that and kind of like use with caution. So that is a great, you know, way of having the blockchain being run right now. Yeah, absolutely. Decentralized. I completely agree with that. And talking about Gary B, I did watch one of his episodes and he did mention how this is so much like free capital. I mean, there's, it's a game, but it's not rigged. You know, I feel like um, our game in life is rigged, but this is real free, like capitalistic ways of how it should be done. So there's no rigging in this game because everything is so transparent. It's so open that everything can be always linked back and you can see every step of everything, especially the transactions. So that to me is something that's really, really cool. And I find very interesting about the blockchain and just in general about NFTs as well. Yeah. And I think also it just helps you know, again, it goes back to the artist perspective of knowing who has your work and who's selling it because there are people that are taking artist work right now off of Instagram and selling it and trying to put it out there. And this helps those artists be able to claim this is the original piece. This is the one that actually has value, not these other fakes that are out there. So it really is beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of times people don't realize that it's also NFT also means, you know, one of a kind. So it's one, um, one of the, the videos I did watch on NFTs. It's, it's like the Mona Lisa for the NFT in a digital space. The Mona Lisa is one and it's created only by one artist. And that's how you put it on the blockchain. And it's only sold to one, one person, one creator that is the original. So that's, you know, pretty much the same way that they're explaining it on the blockchain and that's that's really true how it's it's all one original there's only one artist so you really can't duplicate it you can't really copy it i mean you could but it doesn't hold the same value exactly and there are some artists and collections like right now i'm part of a collection called board eight ladies club and basically we all created a one-of-one -one piece for their february drop but what they did is they made 12 of those one pieces. So I have 12 of the same image that they duplicated. And so there's only 12 editions of this that 12 people can purchase right now. So there are different ways to kind of give value back into your collectors of knowing like you were part of this drop. You can only get, you know, one of the 12. And now if I was to make anything else, it shows that those were more special because it was part of this drop and not this. So there's just so many ways that artists get creative with additions or with one of ones. Um, I even suggested to a friend that was thinking of creating a new collection on OpenSea um, that she should do a full collection on OpenSea, but maybe on foundation, do a one of one that reflects that collection, but is kind of a mixture of everything that she's doing that she can sell at a higher price because that one of one is just so unique. And she loved it. And I was like, that's such a, you know, why haven't I thought of that? <laughs> so I was like, that's a great idea. So there's just so many things that you can do with the one of ones and 
the many editions that you're doing, but they're still all unique of one of one. Yes, definitely. I mean, one of one. And then we go into smart contracts. So I want to touch just a little bit about smart contracts, because I know like our audience, we've given them a bunch of definitions that many people are not very familiar with and that are continuing to not change the word, but continue to change in how we are utilizing it and how we're using the technology, um, you know, and the platforms right now in this moment. So smart contracts, we did mention them a little bit earlier. Can you tell us a little bit more about smart contracts and how it applies to the NFT space and everything that uh, that it, it's it's you know tied to when it comes to selling an NFT on the blockchain? Yeah, so really all the platforms that you're minting your NFTs on have their own smart contract. So basically it's within their website that when you post your art, it's going to be listed through their smart contract. And the contracts are basically saying it's coming from you. We're going to be creating it on their website. And that's as simple as I can make that. Um, there are, you know, like my husband right now is learning um, to create a smart contract, which those are developers. And you have tons of developers in the space that are creating these contracts specifically for big projects or even one of one artists like myself. And so creating and building the smart contract is just laying out the foundation of you know, once I'm ready to release a collection, let's say it's going to only release it to 12 people. We're going to try and make the gas be not so crazy. So it's kind of manipulating things to help the customers, in a sense, the collectors that are buying from me, make it easier and more beneficial to them. So it really is just a bunch of coding that kind of helps the process a little bit easier. Yeah. Wow. I mean, so many people feel like smart contracts are, you know, very difficult to understand, but there's actually certain platforms out there already that help with understanding and learning about smart contracts. Your husband is building a smart contract. How is that going? Oh my gosh. He was showing me and he's like, there's a mistake here. I don't know where it is. And it literally will be like, a little period or like a backslash or a space that will ruin the whole thing and just make it not work. And I was like, okay, this is your thing. <laughs> like I, I'm not even going to try and attempt to understand, but I definitely give kudos to the people that are learning. I mean, he's definitely like taking his time out of his, you know, full time job to come home and to dive in and to do it because he feels like, this is the path, like this is the future. And so he really wants to not waste any time. But again, there are there are also rooms on Twitter spaces that are about smart contracts and they say, ask your questions, don't be scared. And so I'm always in there, I'll listen because I wanna understand too, you don't wanna just be in the space and not have any knowledge of anything. And so even though it may be hard to like actually do it, I still feel like listening in and kind of getting, I guess, the foundation of certain things will definitely help you throughout the process. Do you think in the smart contract, if you're able to create the smart contract and allow people to come in and use it to purchase your NFT? Yeah, so it would basically be like through a website. Like you wouldn't even see it. It would be like 
through online and it would look like a normal website, but it's just through the process of how it's being transacted transaction or transacted <laughs> that it's through that smart contract and so there are ways to actually view the contracts of each project which also has like helped my husband like look okay how did they set this up how did they get it and so that is also a really you know that transparency again of being able to see what people are doing how they're reworking it how it's creating an easier process for people to mint um, and when I say mint too, that means like buy the art. And so it really does just open those doors for people to kind of learn off of each other. Yes. Oh man. I feel like we touched on so many good things here. We gave so many, so much informative information about the NFT space. And I know for certain that uh, many of our listeners gain tremendous value as well as our subscribers on the Fit Me Report podcast. So Lisa, what can we expect from you in the future? I'm really excited about the future. I love fashion. So that's something that I'm definitely hoping um, to really bring into Web3 and in new ways, maybe a digital fashion show, VR. There's so much that we can be doing and really building on. But something me and my husband are both trying to actually work on is a project together. And so that's something that you know, it's going to take time. And, you know, we're just really excited about doing something as a husband and wife. There are so many husband and wife teams in the space that have been so successful. And you just see like, the benefits of what they're doing and how they're giving back. And so we have a lot of big ideas and big plans. And even him himself, you know, he does leather goods on the side. And he's now wanting to bring that into the NFT space. So there's just no limits of what you can or cannot do. So I'm excited to see everything unfold in the future. I am also excited to see what you guys unfold. And I'm also really excited uh, to have you guys here in Houston. So that to me is even awesome. So definitely excited to see what the future holds for you guys and just sharing the same space with you guys here in Houston um, on this journey for uh, NFTs and blockchain and everything else that's just going to come, you know, in the next 24 months. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine the next, you know, couple months. It's like things change so quickly. I mean, especially with people, you just see like Randy Zuckerberg just launched a new, um, it's called The Hug. And everyone's like, what is this? So today there, there's going to be a Twitter space about it. And it's really about pushing people, networking, I believe. So it's definitely just so much opportunity that is happening so quickly with a lot of names that are coming into the space. So yeah, it's exciting. Well, thank you so much for joining me today for this episode. Can you tell our listeners where can they connect with you online? You can definitely look me up on Instagram or on Twitter. On Twitter, I'm under the Lofty Mom. And on Instagram, it's the Lofty Mom Art. So definitely look me up. And again, if there's any questions, my DMs are always open. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for joining us today. Guys, as always, thank you so much for tuning in and lending me your ears. Peace and love. Bye. Bye.